0: The college experience Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajun at Appalachian State and Mountaineer preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGens only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience, Louisiana, Lafayette, raging Cajuns at the Appalachian state mountaineer preview. My name is Colby swinging. Dan base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick might. That's my home. A horrible, horrible fucking Australian accent. Trying to, uh, you know, give you the pick Dundee special there, but this is a pick Dundee special sunbelt Friday night action. Uh, you know, I love, you know, big App State fan here. Bit Went to Boone last year, watched them destroy ULM. Boone's a great town, great college town. Uh, and App State's been, you know, kind of one of the best shit, mid majors, even when they were at FCS, uh, the past 15, 20 years. I mean, really, the past 30, 35 years, they've been a solid program. Back to the days of John Settle, if you remember him, a running back for the Falcons from App State. Um, but yeah, this year it's been a little tough for them. They are breaking in their third coach in three years. And honestly, they're like two or three plays away from being undefeated. Their one loss at, or their first loss was at Marshall in a game where kind of, it was like Murphy's law, Uh, tight end fumbles into the end zone on a easy score. Um, they miss a chip shot field goal. Zach Thomas throws a bad interception right before the half in the red zone. Uh, you know, you take all those things, you correct all those things and, and they win that game. And then you have the coastal Carolina game where the score is a bit deceiving because coastal had a pick six, uh, final seconds of the game. So, I mean, that was a one play here, one play there. They've been banged up all year though. And, uh, this is a big one in, in the, uh, the Sunbelt. Yes. I know Lafayette's already clinched and they'll be playing coastal, uh, you know, in the Sunbelt championship, but you know, Lafayette's eight and one and a team that is ranked. You don't want to lose that game. You want to continue to be ranked. Um, so I think this game still has value to, to, uh, to, to the season. So hopefully, uh, we see an elite game here on Friday night. Now I I'm really excited because like I said, I love Boone, North Carolina, great city, a uh, great college town. And, uh, they are projecting for some snow in the forecast at the moment, Friday night and Saturday. So, you know, football is meant to be in cold weather guys. I will argue that with anyone, any time of day. That's why I hate to see all the bowl games in these warm weather climates. I think that's some prehistoric bullshit. I think it should be and you should just randomly do the college football playoffs. In my opinion, like they should just do random throughout the whole country. Like March madness does, you know what I mean? like randomly pick this year's national championship is going to be in fucking, you know, Buffalo next year. It's in, uh, you know, Austin, Texas. The year after that Denver, Colorado the year after that, you know, whatever, uh, Miami, then San Francisco, I don't care, but I think they should bounce around. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot from a, from a nationwide approach on how many people could be interested, more interested in college football. Very short-sighted to me same with four teams in the playoffs. If you've listened to the college experience before. So uh, we're going to break down this game, but before we break down this game, if you're a first time listener, please subscribe. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts at, and uh, we handicap me and my two co-hosts that are normally here, handicap every single division, one college football and college basketball game, Been doing it for four plus years, been over 500 each season, handicapping these games um, for, for, for the whole record for the whole season, all three of us over 500 every year. Doing every, doing the whole season football, whole season in ba- and basketball and our locks have been way over 500. So you want to make sure you check this out. We give away all this for free at sports dot and also all of, on our Twitter accounts will tweet out the daily, uh, picks. So, uh, yeah, you, you have no, I mean, you have no excuse. You want to win some money. We, we truly believe we're, well, first off, we have the data to back up that we know what we're talking about because we've been, in, you know, winning money every year but uh, we also believe we're the premier college basketball and college football podcast. So app state fans, I know you got what James Forrest's younger brother basketball join in. We talk app state. We talk Louisiana. They were a great basketball team last year. Lost a lot of players though, but still could be good this year. So uh, make sure you check that out. Um, now you break down this game here. This is one app states owned this rivalry owned it. But if there's ever a time, perhaps that they'd be vulnerable. It would be this year, but I think that snow element's going to play huge, but uh, Lafayette, you know, they got a stud quarterback, Levi Lewis. He's 157 of uh, 252, 2027 yards, 62%, 62 62.3% completion percentage, eight yards of completion, 16 touchdowns, seven picks having a great year. You remember this, this Iowa or this uh, Louisiana team beat Iowa state at Iowa state, shut them out the second half, one by 17. I have no idea how they have Iowa state ranked higher than, than Lafayette, especially with the Sunbelts three and O record against the big 12 makes no sense to me. They they've played on the field. They have one less loss. Their conference has proved to be better. I don't understand how they come to that opinion. And I think Iowa state I'm bullish on Iowa state this year, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? They they've played the rankings are such a joke, but anyway, uh, Levi Lewis, a really talented quarterback. Um, It's going to be interesting to watch him play against this app state defense app state's got some, some corners that are really good. I think uh, one corner specifically will be a, a, you know, second or third round draft pick uh, running back for the uh, raging Cajuns. They got a couple studs, but one that uh, I've known throughout the years is Elijah Mitchell, 110 rushes, 656 yards on the season, six point or six yards, a rush, seven touchdowns, but they also have Trey Ragas, and Ragas, uh, 105 rushes, 617 yards, just shy of six yards a rush, seven touchdowns as well. So they got two backs there. Even the third back, Chris Smith gets in there, 54 rushes, 317 yards in the score. And don't underestimate the legs of Levi Lewis, 37 rushes, 233 yards, five touchdowns. Um, this team can run the ball. Mitchell's a stud, man. Mitchell has been on my DFS team a bunch too. He, he has 12 receptions on the season as well. Smith has 13. So they like to throw to the, to the running backs out the backfield. At the receiving core, Peter LeBlanc uh, leads the team in yardage and receptions. Well, tied for the lead in receptions, but uh, 23 catches, 334 yards, 14 and a half yards a catch and only one touchdown. That's a bit shocking. And then there's Kyron Lacey, 23 catches, 322 yards, 14 yards a catch, three scores. And then Jalen Williams, uh, 17 for 306, three scores. They, They spread the ball out pretty well. Dante Fleming also 11 catches, 165 yards and a score. And Errol Rogers Jr. will get in there, thirteen for one twenty and two scores. Even the tight end, Neil Johnson, he has twelve catches on the season. Look for look for him or Johnny Lumpkin there at the tight end spot. Um, and this is look, Billy Napier is doing a great job at Lafayette, doing a great job. There's a lot of speculation that South Carolina will hire Napier. Uh, it's an interesting. I think it's between him and Shane Beamer. I've heard Satterfield talk, but I think it's just Beamer and uh, Napier here. But that would be a very interesting uh dynamic here because I, I wonder how well he'd be at South Carolina. But regardless, I, he's got this program at uh the best it's been in, in some time. Uh kicking the ball for the Raging Cajuns. They've been using two kickers this year. Uh Nate Snyder and Kenneth Almirendez. Almirendez, I think. Uh together they're 39 of 41 on extra points, eight of thirteen on field goals. Um I'm making the assumption they're going to go with Al Miranda's he's three for three on field goals this year, but who knows uh, Snyder has a long of 53 that, that game winner to beat Georgia Southern. Um, and then you look on defense for the rage in Cajuns. It's uh, their I like their linebacker play Lorenzo McCaskill 66 tackles, two sacks, also a fumble recovery for Rod Gardner in, in that linebacking core with McCaskill 56 tackles, three sacks, He's all over the field. Also, Andre Jones getting in there with 33 tackles, a sack and a half, pass deflection, and Jordan quibedo, 27 tackles, a half sack, a pass deflection, and a forced fumble. Even Joe Dylan and Chris Moncrief will also get in there on some certain packages and make some stops. Um, on the D line, you want to look at Zion Hill, 37 tackles, uh, three sacks, one force or one fumble recovery. I'm sorry. He'll be accompanied by Talen Humphrey. Also uh Mason Narc Narcissi and uh what Andre Landry. Jaquan Nelson might get in there as well. On the D-line. Um I think I think that's if I'm App State, I'm gonna try to attack with the run. Because li- the linebacker plays solid, but App State's been banged up. I know they got a slew of good running backs, so uh perhaps. That's the, and you got to factor in the weather, but in the secondary for the raging Cajuns is uh Braylon Trahan, Trahan, I guess, Trahan. I'm, I can't read Braylon Trahan. Uh, the safety 39 tackles, nine pass deflections, four picks. He's also got a pick six. That's the guy to circle. Who's joining the safety uh, in the defensive backfield with another safety, Percy Butler and Jalen Johnson. Also cam, uh, man, Pettislew, also uh Cameron Solomon, Eric Garer, join him in that secondary. Even uh McKay Garner has had a pretty good season with two picks. Eric Garner's got three or Garrel. Uh but you look at this team and dude, I mean, what a great season Lafayette's had. They're almost undefeated. They're almost undefeated. They lost to uh what? Coastal by 3. And and what was a pretty good game here. You look at this Lafayette squad and and sure they've had some close wins, but eight and one in a conference that I think is criminally underrated this season. Um, they, they, they whoop Iowa state's ass. They they played Georgia state in overtime, get the win, but Georgia state thinks a good team. Remember what happened with eight win Tennessee last year, that everyone was on Tennessee's nuts. Well, Georgia state went into Knoxville and beat their ass. Uh, then you got Georgia Southern triple option. That's when they, they won by two against Georgia Southern, uh, lost by three to coastal beat a good UAB team by four. Uh, one by double digits against Texas state, one by seven against Arkansas state, one by 28 against South Alabama and one by 50 dropped 70 points on ULM. Their rival. Um, I don't understand how this team's behind Iowa state. They should be in, but in front of them, but anyway, uh, they head to Boone. Now when breaking down the Mountaineers, uh, Sean Clark, third coach in three years, Satterfield, then Drinkwitz. And then, you know, Clark here, who's, who's a, uh, alum of app state. But to me early in the season, they didn't look sharp, blame it on COVID, whatever. They had a veteran team. They did not look sharp. They still have, that's what was shocking to me is I thought, man, they return a lot of the same team. I think they're going to, I thought they would go undefeated. Um, I, but I, I didn't anticipate Marshall being that good, which they are that good. And I didn't anticipate coastal being that good, but in general, I still think app state, even though they won those early games, some of them, they didn't look crisp to me. They, they look like a team that looked a little st- like just like they hadn't really like uh, dumb penalties, offsides, uh, dumb turnovers, fumbles. But I feel like that after that October 22nd, Thursday night game against Arkansas state, they, that was the game. They really turned it on. And ever since then they've looked the part, I think. Yeah, sure. They, they, they survived a close one against Georgia state, but Georgia state's good. And they also had Zach Thomas knocked out their quarterback. So they made a big statement by beating a decent Troy team 47 to 10 a week ago. And now they have Lafayette and, and Georgia Southern left on the schedule. Now uh, you break down this app state team, Zach Thomas, their, their their senior quarterback who like he'll be back next year. So watch out for app state next year, 150, to 225, 1775 yards, 67% completion percentage, only eight yards of completion, but that's still solid 17 touchdown, eight picks. Um, Thomas also has 273 yards rushing and two scores kind of a dual threat. If, if, if some reason he gets dinged up, Jacob Huseman played solid for them in that Georgia state game. Uh, so they, they're solid at quarterback at the running back spot. They are just absolutely loaded. They're loaded. Cameron peoples is the guy, but that's only because Detroit Harrington has been injured. I don't know if Harrington's back, but people's Harrington, Marcus Williams jr. When I was at the game in Boone last year, they had uh, Marcus Williams jr. Come in uh, after, after uh, Darrington Evans, the guy who's on the Tennessee Titans. Now it was like a third round pick, I think by, by the Titans, they were up by so much. They went to Williams, but Williams almost looked better than Evans. So I was like coming into the year. I was so bullish on Marcus Williams. And here we are. He's battling with peoples in Harrington for time. They also have Nate Noel, who's a stud a- Anderson castle. I mean, all these guys, they have a unbelievably deep running back core. Um, so I don't think that they'll have a problem there um, in the receiving core. Malik Williams, their top target, 35 catches, 483 yards, three scores. He's joined with Thomas Hennigan. Now Hennigan's been dinged up as well. 33 catches, 463 yards, two scores. Uh, and then the other wideout spots, Christian Wells, Jalen Virgil, and Christian Horn getting in there at the tight end spot. There's Miller Gibbs and Mike Evans. Uh, I think it was Evans. The, the, the guy who fumbled into the end zone against uh, Marshall but both are solid tight ends. They don't go to them as much. Actually, they've been going to Henry Pearson more for it's weird. Like Gibbs and Evans are the big play tight end threats and Pearson's kind of the 10 catches, uh, just a quick little dump off Um, in the uh, kicking game. It's Chandler Stanton. Like I said, 37 of 38 on extra points, 10 for 14 on field goals long of 45. He had that big miss in the Marshall game, but uh Defensively app State, stout as, as usual um, on the D line circle, the name Caleb Sperlin, 19 stops, two and a half sacks. He's accompanied by Jordan early 24 uh, stops, a half a sack. Also uh, Demetrius Taylor. This is one you really want to circle 31 tackles, six sacks, two pass deflections, two forced fumble. That is a guy getting it done. Um, who else is in that D line? George Blackstock also getting in there, making some stops, and Hank Hanksy uh Pellant, probably butchering that name, but he gets back there. And uh he's good, he's good, solid on the D-line as well. In the linebacking core, DeMarco Jackson, circle that name, leads the team in tackles, 63 stops, a sack and a half, six pass deflections, two picks, one fumble recovery. This guy's everywhere. He's joined in the linebacking core by Trey Cobb. Cobb's a stud too. second on the team in tackles, 59 tackles, three sacks, one pass deflection. Also, uh, Brendan Harrington getting in there as well as Nick Hampton and Tim Frizzle, uh, in the secondary, this is what I'm talking about. They have a good secondary. Uh, I believe it's Shamar Jean Charles 31, uh, 31 tackles and interception. Uh, they're talking, this guy might be a second or third round draft pick. Keep an eye on him. Uh, but they also have Sean Jolly another good defensive back Caden Smith. They just have a really good, a really deep Nicholas Ross back there. And, and Stephen Jones, a, a great secondary. They've been solid producing pros over the past decade in the secondary. Um, So now we get to this thing. You look at, uh, you, you uh, get to what Vegas is saying. Well, let me see what the line currently is this second app state minus two and a half. I think that's the play. I think that's the play in the snow. Are you kidding me? Some boys from Louisiana coming up to the mountains of Boone in the snow. I'm going to do a pick Dundee lock here. Take app state. I think they've owned this rivalry. Now this is Lafayette's best chance, but I think the more physical team, if you take, if you take a, uh, if you add in the weather element, I think it favors the Mountaineers here, lock it up app state minus two and a half. You heard it here. First, uh all right guys. This is the college experience. Like I said, please uh if you can subscribe, We're available on all platforms and uh you know I I've told you this. I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but we've we've picked every game. Been over 500 picking every college basketball, college football game. Release a spreadsheet with all of our locks, way over 500. Uh sportsscammingpodcast.com also all of our Twitter accounts. So uh please if you can Check those out. Uh, we don't sell picks and we won't sell picks. All I am going to try to do is uh, charge you for your kindness. You know, it's, it's COVID. What's the worst thing you could do here? Or what's the best thing you could do here is to get over uh, to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us because oftentimes over the, over the years of us doing this, sponsors have told us they like to see people talking about the product that they're about to invest in. So they like to see comments. So maybe you leave us a nice comment. A company sees it and says, Hey, I guess these uh, people like these idiots and boom, they give us more money. We take that money. We give you more episodes, handicapping more games. Then you win more money. You get laid more. And then you have kids and then you die a happy life. 50 fucking years from now, 60 years from now. And all of it is thanks to the college experience, right? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but if you can guys, guys, Please do that. And if, you, if you're if you kind enough to do that, then uh, take a screenshot on your phone of that review you're leaving. Tag me at the Colby D, and I will enter you an NBA David Stern-like raffle where I guarantee you win a college experience T-shirt. Just might take a week or two. All right? So if you do that, tag me at the Colby D, and you win a college experience T-shirt. All and uh yeah, follow Patty C, who's also with us, former James Madison Duke Defensive Back. He's on Twitter at Patty C 831. NC Nick is on Twitter. He he does writes a lot of great articles at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Normally my co-host here as well. Um he's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Come play DraftKings College football and college basketball with us. We do a we do a DFS show Thursday nights, uh early Friday morning, dropping uh the best DraftKings plays. We won shit. I gave away a lineup that was like in third place for 10 grand uh, for like seven hours. I ended up only winning $300 because Keaton Slovis couldn't complete a pass in the fourth quarter, but $300. I gave away that lineup on air. Anyone could have played it. So uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, We are a part of the sports gambling podcast there on Twitter at DSGP network. Also check out our Slack channel sports gambling podcast for the most up-to-date ways to talk to me other, other, uh, host of ours and guests of ours. And, and just D 10 nation, the latest you can get on bets. It's the best way to do that is Slack. So sports gambling podcast, Slack, check that out. And, uh, yes, this is the college experience, Louisiana Lafayette at Appalachian state style. You better start thinking about yours and we out.